This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. All right. Virginia. Yes. Jared. Yes. Rick. Yavol. Scott. Who? Why are there four of us? <laughs> no reason. Accidentally invited one person too many. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm going with diabolical plan myself. Uh, I, I agree. I, I, will, I will lay odds, and I will, di- I will give you a point for your correct guess. Who thinks Perhaps he di- who, who diabolically think, overbooked us? How about that? Who thinks it's a diabolical plan? I do. I do. Who thinks it was a mistake? I do. I I I think it's a plan. Sorry, I was. I was, I was drinking my beer. I couldn't answer, but yes. I'm out, I'm out on a limb here. Yeah, it was it was entirely intentional. Oh. Yeah, I, I, sorry, Jared. I kind of lured you out there and then left you <laughs> yeah. in the wind. Oh, no, it's fine. That's, no, I, I get it. I yep. see how it's going to be tonight. The old bait and switch. Are we working in themes? Is that what's going on? Uh... That answer is more complicated than, <laughs> than a yes or no. <laughs> Greetings and salutations, podcast listeners. Welcome to Captain Game Show, where the official motto is, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> and the unofficial motto is, we'll see you in court. I'm your host, John Irons. Allow me to introduce tonight's guests. Scott. Uh, 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 uh. Hi. Rick. I like bread. <laughs> That's weird. Virginia. Hello. Jared. Hi there. Hi there indeed. This will be a standard episode of Captain Game Show, and it will also be unlike any episode of Captain Game Show that I've done before. You may have noticed we have four players instead of our usual three, and that's fine. In fact, if you turn the Captain Game Show box over, it clearly says for three to six players. As for the standard part, turn it back, turn it back now. <laughs> there will be three rounds of games, one intermission improv, and I'll explain the nature of each game as we come to it. Questions will either be assigned to players or they'll have to buzz in to answer. Although I think these might all be assigned. Yay. Mostly. Thank goodness. <laughs> Aside from the number of players, I won't tell you how it's different until the end of the game. I thought about giving you a clue to the specialness, and then I thought about giving you a clue as a clue, and then I was like, I could give a clue to the clue, or I could leave (laughs) clues to the clue, Uh, but ultimately I decided that was too much effort. Uh, If you figure it out ahead of time, good for you, but I'm not doing any extra clues. 
Um, I will begin with a correction. Many moons ago, Scott was on another episode, and he gave an answer for Two Truths and a Lie that I said was incorrect, but in fact, it was correct. If I had given him that point, it would have gone to a tiebreaker. Normally, if I make a mistake, it doesn't affect the outcome. In this case, it did, potentially. Um, <laughs> in light of that, I will start Scott off with another point. Ooh. Yeah. You have okay. no excuse not to win. <laughs> <laughs> we will dive right in with round one. Round one. I call this game People of Color. Dear pod people, ask a lot of the players on this show. <laughs> and to their, to their credit, all of them have shown a willingness to roll with the punches of whatever devious little games I've come up with. Sometimes I'll give an explanation and not give an example. And sometimes I will give an example uh, with an explanation that no one understands. That happens a lot. This game will have no example... And also no explanation. But like oh, any boy. but like any good captain, I have faith in my crew. We'll see how long that lasts. Hmm. These questions are going to be assigned. And I will start with Jared. Of course you will. <laughs> the name of the game, People of Color. Okay. Question one, Jared. Mm-hmm. Hal Jordan. Guy Gardner, and John Stewart also go by this name. Green Lantern. Correct. Rick, this DC heroine has a powerful sonic scream and in the Arrowverse has been played by two different people. Banshee. Incorrect. Scott. Oh. Jared. Scott. Black Siren. Oh, no. Jared. Incorrect. Jared. 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 Black Canary. Yes. Oh, Banshee's Marvel, isn't she? Yes, yeah, she is. She is. Damn. Yet Silver Banshee is DC. Of course. <laughs> I hope I didn't ruin a future question. Uh-oh. No, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, Scott. Yep. Yeah, you, you landed on the deep cut question. Good luck. <laughs> this drunken pirate could only find his treasure by retracing his drunken steps. Stagger, stagger, crawl, crawl, crawl. Um, is that ringing any bells for you? Uh, steel. Oh, damn it! Because <laughs> Scott, nothing. Um, uh, uh, it, it's it's gonna hit me once you say it, but it I'm I'm not getting it. Rick, yellow beard, yellow yeah. beard. Yep, yellow beard is correct. The blind pew. <laughs> <laughs> Reading up to do these questions, that actually made me want to watch that movie again. It's been oh, a while. it's it's fantastic. Virginia. Yes. This is Rowan Atkinson's other famous role. Um, I have no idea. I'm drawing Rick. a total blank. Scott. Rick. Rick. Black Adder. Black Adder is correct. Oh, damn it. You're too quick on these steals, Rick. <laughs> Jared. Yes. The more formal name of Tarzan, Lord of the Apes. 
Lord Greystoke. Correct. Rick. Yes. This is the fruit-flavored intellectual from the board game Clue. Professor Plum. Indeed. Scott. Mm-hmm. Jason Todd, one of Batman's many Robins, grew up to become this gun-toting vigilante. The Red Hood. Yes. Virginia. Yes. Speaking of Batman, a young animated Bruce Wayne watched this TV character and gained a love for detective work and crime fighting. It's another deep cut. Sorry. Jared Steele. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Jared. The Great Ghost. Yeah. I we gotta have start, no idea. <laughs> we got to start working in some sort of a timing for when people can put in a steel bid. Mm, no, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll, it's still be more my, proactive. Because it's still it's still my discretion whether or not to let you have it or not. So I'm 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 fine with that. Uh, Jared, this is actually your question. This was the first Eminem portrayed as female in the commercials and is voiced by Cree Summer. I believe that's the green Eminem. Your belief is correct. Rick. Hello. Eddie Murphy went in search of this chosen one in this 1986 film. A golden child. Yeah. And the I I I want the na Almost put that in the clue. <laughs> Scott. Yes. This Herald of Galactus seemed to have metallic junk in this <laughs> 2007 superhero sequel. <laughs> the Silver Surfer. Correct. Virginia. Yes. The name for soldiers like Captain Mal and Zoe in Firefly. Also the name for fans of the show. Brown Coats? Yes. Ah, thank God. <laughs> I got a point. Yes. Brown right. shirts are a little different. A little different. Yeah. Just a, just a smidge. <laughs> brown streaks, way different. <laughs> Actually, no, very similar to brown shirts. <laughs> but I'm bumped. Uh, all right. That is it for the evenly distributed questions. There is one bonus. A buzz-in. Because it's tough. At least it was tough for me. Hands on buzzers. The title character of this novel from 1905 is a master swordsman who rescued aristocrats from the guillotine. Scott. Scott. Scarlet Pimpernel. Correct. Yep. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to redeem myself for that bonehead move with Black Siren. I knew the correct answer. I was just thinking of the wrong season. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Nicely done, everyone. Round one under our belt. Round two. I call this game not to be confused with. Fight. I believe of this particular crew, Jared is the only one who's experienced this uh, fun. <laughs> I was about to say, I, I, I recognize that. I, yeah. I got that reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a game that I literally play all the time by myself and with others, even though the other people may not be aware that they are playing. It's all about comparing two phrases that seem like they should be synonymous, but for whatever reason mean two completely different things. For example, 
possessing the organ that allows you to lick things, as opposed to possessing a sense of fashion or the ability to choose things of higher quality. You would say, having a tongue as opposed to having taste. Ooh, Trixie. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the, uh, it's like the primordial soup from which puns spring to life. <laughs> There'll be a slight change in the point um, attribution for this game. As usual, if your answer works with the clue, even though it's not necessarily what I came up with, I will give you one point. But if it does match my answer exactly, you will earn two points. Oh, wow. And once again, these clues shall be assigned. Scott. Okay. The time right before the bartender kicks you out versus a device in basketball that tells you how much time you have left to make a basket. These are two phrases, common phrases, that if you put them together, seem like they should be synonymous. But of course they are not. Let me know if you want me to repeat it. No. Jared to steal. I think I might know it. The the best I could... Maybe it makes sense to other people more than it makes sense to me, but the best I'm coming up with is last call. Uh-huh. And... Can, can, you, can you repeat the second half mm-hmm. of the clue for me? The device in a basketball game that shows you how much time you have left to make a basket. That's funny. Okay, look... Yeah, last call and shot clock. Correct. Yeah. Two points. Okay, now that I think about it, shot clock makes more sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. It's a way homer. I get it. I get it. I'm there. All right. Virginia. Yes. Something you use to hold a piece of wax with the flame on top, as opposed to a souped-up racing vehicle. A... Um, say the first part again. Mm-hmm. The thing you use to hold a piece of wax with the flame on top, as opposed to a souped-up racing vehicle. I don't know if candle holder is exactly right, but I think hot rod is the second part. Candlestick. Candlestick. Hot Damn. rod. You're one point. I'll take it. (laughs) Jared. Yes. The glow reflected by Earth's nearest celestial neighbor, not illegal whiskey made from corn. Uh, Moonlight, not to be confused with moonshine. Yeah. Two points. Rick. Hello. Hello. Someone who lies horizontally while sliding down a Winter Olympics track. Not someone who has returned to their bad habits or stopped going to church. Uh, um, not, not, <laughs> <laughs> luge, not to be confused with backslide? Yeah. Luge, not a backslider. Yeah, that's good. Okay. <laughs> Scott. Mm-hmm. The atmospheric event that took Dorothy to Oz, 
not the man-made device that tests how aerodynamic something is. Uh, what is a... <laughs> hmm. No, okay. Uh, I would not mind if you cut that out of the... Of the <laughs> I'm probably not going to. Full disclosure. Now. Um... A tornado not to be confused with wind tunnel. Yes. Um, other game shows may deduct points when you do that. I don't mind. If you do it all the time, then maybe, but it's fine. Virginia. Yes. Hmm. A litigious endeavor as opposed to the thing that you pack when you're traveling. Um... A, uh, Five seconds. A, a tort, not something that I can't think. Rick, think of what the other one would be. Rick, a lawsuit, not a leisure suit. No, Scott. Scott, a court case, not to be confused with a suitcase. Jared, you got something? <laughs> oh, well, I was going to say, I was going to say a lawsuit, not a suitcase. Correct. Oh, hey, all right. <laughs> if you hadn't gotten it, I was going to give it to Scott. <laughs> or rather, I would give a point to Scott. He was close. Lawsuit, not a suitcase. Oh. All uh, right, then. I, I'm not going to look at gift points in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, this yes. is you. The command that tells everyone to start shooting, not the cooking situation on a barbecue grill. Cooking situation on a barbecue grill. Uh, fire, not to be confused with a burner. Rick. Rick. Open fire, not to be confused with a fire pit. Oh. Virginia. Virginia. Open fire, not to be confused with open flame. There you go. To Virginia. That's it. Uh -huh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh Rick. Yes. <laughs> I might eject you from the game if you don't get this one. <laughs> Ow. The place Do it. <laughs> The place on the USS Enterprise run by Guinan, not to be confused with the elongated key at the bottom of your laptop. <laughs> nice. Ten forward, not to be confused with the space bar. Oh yes. my god! <laughs> <laughs> he just happened to get that one. <laughs> Convenient. Like any of you wouldn't have gotten that one. <laughs> well, no, sure. Sure. <laughs> Scott. Yeah. The structure attached to a chimney, not the realm of eternal damnation. Hmm. The structure attached which uh, um, Jared. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Fireplace not to be confused with hell. That's it. Virginia. Yes. What everyone else calls what Americans call soccer. 
as opposed to the part of your body between your toes and your arch. Okay, say the first part again. So them phrases better. The game that only Americans call soccer, as opposed to the part of your body between your toes and your arch. Football, not to be confused with the ball of your foot? Yes. Australians call it soccer, too. Well, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Jared. Yes. How people in submarines see above the water, not the thing that Alice went through. That would be a periscope, not to be confused with a looking glass. That's it. Rick. I'm here. Final question of the round. A large container of bags filled with trash, not where your cat goes to relieve itself. (laughs) (laughs) A dumpster, not to be confused with a litter box. Correctamundo. Nice. All right. Good job, everyone. We have now reached the nexus of our podcast. You braved the puns and the trivia and made it to the calm eye of the podcast Maelstrom. Intermission Improv today will be Haiku Kung Fu. Test your oh, might. Oh, okay, awesome. For those listeners... <laughs> <laughs> I like list- Haiku Kung Fu. Yeah, he, he does. Uh, For those of you who may not know, haiku is a three-line poem in which the last and first lines have five syllables each. The central line contains seven syllables. My guests will each take a little time to write me a fresh haiku on today's topic, luck and superstition. I'll give you guys a minute to work on that before we enter round three. And your minute starts now. Uh, meanwhile, for the listening pleasure of the listeners, I will use this time to promote the other shows on the network. Um, I don't really like taking commercial breaks, so instead I will read from their iTunes descriptions. Cosmic Potato, Super Fan Talk Podcast. A show for folks who like geeky stuff. World War G. Each week, Troy and AJ sit down and discuss everything from movies, TV, video games, comic books, and everything in between. Review a mania. Rob and Zach are reviewing every WrestleMania one by one. Wait, you've never seen. Virginia and Shane take on the task of watching and reviewing movies that you've probably seen before, but at least one of them have not. Prime Direction. Interviews with fans of Star Trek about how it has made their life better. Trial by Pilot. No one has time to watch every new television show, which is why we judge them all based solely on their pilot episode. And Horns and Heroes, a podcast where Sean annoys his teenage daughter and we all get to listen. That's not actually what his iTunes description says, but I told him... <laughs> I, told him weeks apt, I told him weeks ago that if... That's what it would say if I wrote it. <laughs> All right, that is time. If, if you ever thought that you couldn't hear eyes rolling, turn into that. Tune into that show. <laughs> <laughs> I, my part of me was just like, just why? Why would you just leave? 
<laughs> but for the record, it is hilarious. It is. It, it, is. Is, a, it is a wonderful dynamic. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it for uh, your uh, intermission improv intermission, as it were. And we're going into round three. Final round. It's rhyme casting. <laughs> Another fan favorite. Indeed. This is the game where I imagine a famous person has taken a famous role. The combination of said person and said role form the said rhyme part of the rhyme casting title. All the players here tonight are well-versed in this game, no pun intended, which means, for the first time on this show, no pun intended, which means no example clue. I have enough to assign, and so assign I shall. That's tough to say. Yes, let's start with um, Rick. Say moi. The 6-5 actor who played Count Dooku and Saruman the White plays against type as the diminutive clone of Dr. Evil. Christopher Lee is mini-me. Yeah. <laughs> Scott. Mm-hmm. This award-winning star of Mamma Mia brings depth to the role of a shepherdess and her wayward flock. Meryl Streep is Little Bo Peep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Virginia. Yes. The woman who revolutionized TV sitcoms in the 50s plays opposite Woody Allen in the role Diane Keaton made famous. Um, I can't think of the first part. The second part, I think, is Annie Hall. Rick. Oh. <laughs> you might want, uh, Rick. Lucille Ball is Annie Oh, Lucille Ball. That's it. Uh, Jared. Yes. The soul singer with the killer baritone fights crime in the 1980s with his jet black talking car. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, soul singer with killer baritone. <gasps> oh! Rick to steal it. The only uh, um, <laughs> um, uh, Scott. I mean, I know, obviously, know what the second half is, but I, yeah, I don't know. Scott, did Scott. I hear a gasp from you? <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, I think your gasp preceded Rick's Rick. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, is that how it's going now? <laughs> <laughs> Barry White is Michael Knight. Correct. Oh, see, I was trying to rhyme with Knight Rider. Ah. Uh, that's, that's where <laughs> I went wrong. Uh, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be sour. Don't be sour. <laughs> uh, this rapper turned actor turned star of NCIS Los Angeles will unionize his fellow textile workers as the titular character of this film. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> oh, Jared. Uh, um... Jared. I, can't, I can't think of the textile worker, so. Jared. LL Cool J is Norma Ray. Correct. Oh, I had both of those wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Scott. Yes. Uh, the star of the West Wing will face public ridicule 
as the lyrical single mother who claims Michael Jackson is the father of the baby. Martin Sheen is Billie Jean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could do it, too. <laughs> he could do anything. He could do anything. Uh, Virginia. Yes. In her latest film, the actress who played Psylocke in X-Men Apocalypse will unite the, the nomadic tribes of Asia and create the Mongol Empire. <laughs> oh my god. Is that rhyme, though? It's not a perfect rhyme. <laughs> Can you say it again? <laughs> I've got a backup rhyme. Um, in her latest film, the actress who played Psylocke in X-Men Apocalypse will unite the nomadic tribes of Asia and create the Mongol Empire. Break the steel. Yeah. Please do. I, I don't have the slightest clue. Rick. Olivia Munn is Attila the Hun. Oh my god. No. No? Uh, Jared. I should have done that. I'm going to give you a point for that. Jared. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, Olivia Munn is Genghis Khan? Yes. What? <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it. it didn't rhyme. <laughs> now, here's the better rhyme, but the tougher <laughs> question. You got a point, Jared. Thank uh, you. This is, uh, this is a buzz-in, open-to-steal, alternate reality question. <laughs> in her latest film, the actress who played Psylocke in X-Men, Apocalypse, will become a 14-foot giant who fights with Jon Snow against the White Walkers. Oh, jeez. I don't watch enough Game of Thrones to know that guy's name. Me either. It's not a clue. <laughs> Scott? No, I, I forget the giant's name. Olivia Munn is 1-1. One, one. Yeah. See? I'm, I'm sure she is. Okay. <laughs> Genghis Khan's not so bad now, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I'd rather watch her play Genghis Khan than John Wayne. Yeah. Have any of y'all seen The Conqueror? Oh, uh -uh. no. no only, only still images. Yeah, I, I think oh, I got the gist. I am aware it, of it, right. It was, it was beyond appalling. <laughs> That's that was Hollywood back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jared. Yes. The actor who played Arthur and opposite Bo Derek in Tin grows a beard and dons a robe to become Hogwarts headmaster. Uh, Dudley Moore is Dumbledore. Yes. <laughs> Rick. Hello? I promise I don't plan these. It just works out this way. <laughs> This Florida governor and member of the House protects... Oh, my God. <laughs> this Florida governor and member of the House becomes the protector of Kan Lun after punching a dragon in the heart. <laughs> oh. No? And I, I, uh, a Florida governor that... Uh, um, say that again? This Florida governor and member of the House becomes the protector of Kunlun after punching a dragon in the heart. How do oh, I not oh, know the oh, 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 okay. Um, Charlie Crist is the Iron Fist. There you go. Sorry, I forgot he was governor because Rick Scott has just so tainted the, the office. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell does Rick Scott rhyme with? <laughs> Scott, this is you. Okay. This singer and star of the Fast and the Furious franchise travels back to the 80s to warn slash protect slash impregnate Sarah Connor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
singer in the Fast and Furious franchise? Yeah. Oh, Jared. Wait, 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 wait. Give it to me again. The singer and star of the Fast and the Furious franchise travels back to the 1980s to warn slash protect slash impregnate Sarah Connor. Time. Yeah, I... Jared. It, it's, it's Fast and Furious. I, it's tripping me. See, I, here's the thing, though. I, I'm not sure. Is it Tyrese? Is Reese? Can you give me Reese's first name? Oh, um, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take um, it back now if I can. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Reese. Yeah, you go. Yep, there it is. I was probably gonna take it anyway, but it's 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 nice to dot the eyes. Okay. Um, let's see, that was. Correct. I realized Ty Reese was a singer. I thought he was just like a male model. Both. Okay. I got stuck on Ludacris. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, that's see and. and I was second guessing myself because I was like, "Ludacris is also technically a singer, yes, but he doesn't with anything that has to do with the Terminator." So. Yeah, I, I, I figured, I figured um, the the Kyle Reese aspect would guide you to the correct answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Virginia. Yes. Another West Wing star. Huh. This star of Saint Elmo's Fire and Brothers and Sisters becomes Goku's original frenemy as the green warrior from Namek. I don't know any of the words you said in the second <laughs> part of that question. I'll repeat it for the class. This may be my lowest score ever. <laughs> um, at this point, I will neither confirm nor deny. Um, another West Wing star. This is open to steal. This is for anybody. Another West Wing star. This... Well, you know what, to make it sound better, I'll say another West Wing actor, this star of St. Elmo's Fire and Brothers and Sisters, becomes Goku's original frenemy as the Green Warrior from Namek. I have no... Not no. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball Z is not even close to my wheelhouse. Scott. Scott. Rob Lowe is Piccolo. Yeah. I was wondering why I figured you would jump in sooner. Did, you, did it take you a while to figure it out, or you were waiting to? Uh, it, I was I was only getting Vegeta in my head. It t- took me a minute to to clear that up. Uh, all right. Uh, final question of the round. I think this is Jared. Oh, okay. This actor from Annie, Big Fish, and Skyfall becomes a receptionist for Her Majesty's Secret Service. And trades double entendre with 007. I'm going to ask you to repeat that. Sure. This is a tough Thank one. You. This is a tough one. Uh, it's so tough, in fact, that I got this actor wrong. It's not who I thought he was. <laughs> but okay. I knew his name. All right. This actor from Annie, Big Fish, and Skyfall becomes a receptionist for Her Majesty's Secret Service and trades double entendre with the 007. Uh, okay, I think I had the second half of it. Um, what rhymes with that? Um, oh, oh, god damn it. You've asked this one before. <laughs> I absolutely have you, not. 
I swear. Oh, I swear to God, you have. Oh, what is his name? Oh, I. It's possible. It's possible, but I doubt it. Um, open to steal. Yeah. That, does anybody have? That, that does anybody have all of it me. or half of it? What was that? Does anyone have all of it or half of it? I've got, got half second of it. Half. I got the second half. Everybody's got the second half. And I know who the actor is. I just his name is on the tip of my tongue. I can't. I can't uh, remember him. Albert Finney. Finney. Oh. As Money Penny. As Money Penny. Yes. All right. That's only a slightly better rhyme than the Genghis Khan one. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Slightly better is good enough. <laughs> That's the third motto for this show. <laughs> all right that draws to a close round three who has haiku for me i do i do i, I sort of do <laughs> all right um start with uh jared please give me your haiku on the subject of luck and superstition all right stevie wonder sings about a broken mirror that's called irony Damn. <laughs> oh. Wow. I, I, uh, I, I, whoa. <laughs> I, I am now embarrassed for mine. <laughs> you got an extra point for Moxie. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rick. Uh, broken mirror glass, walking under a ladder. What a pile of bull. <laughs> All right. Virginia. <laughs> um, luck be a lady tonight because I need cash. Seriously, now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Scott. Uh, uh, the broken mirror thing is, is too easy because I, I had to go that way too. That's fine. I'll only give broken you a minute. <laughs> broken mirror fixed. Better luck comes my way. Oh. Hi, Black Kitty. Uh, <laughs> a cute. twist ending. Yeah. Always good. All right. Um, okay. Listen carefully. <laughs> I realize this is normally where I would uh, say who the winner is, but we don't have a winner just yet. And don't say anything because you may screw yourself if you speak too early. <laughs> Okay. Alright. So, while you were playing the games, you were in fact playing a hidden game. Specifically, you were playing the game Clue. Each of the three rounds provided one of the answers that you need to win the game of Clue. Namely, oh my God. <laughs> namely, who did it, where they did it, and the weapon they used. I will give each of you the chance to make one guess with all three parts. Think back over the games. The 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 who did it should be pretty obvious if you can remember uh -huh. the first game. The second and third games contain the weapon and the place. The third game contains the place? The third game contains the place hidden in one of the names. The first game, I'm sorry, you cut out. The first game contained what? The first game contained the person. 
the whodunit. The second game, the not to be confused with game, contained the weapon. And the line casting contained the place. One of the names is a place that is, in a, that is um, one of the rooms in the game. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to think about it. When you think you have, think you're ready to make your guess, let me know. And you gotta, you gotta give me all three. I won't tell you if you're right or wrong until everyone has made their guesses. I definitely have two thirds of it. I just need yeah. to play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the place is, is, will be the toughest one. Well, yeah, apparently. Because um, now I have to, like, pretend I paid attention during the third game. Um, you know what? Um, I will help you out a little bit. Right. The place was in a question that went to... It was a question that I asked Virginia although she did not answer it. Scott. You ready to guess? Completely? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Alright. I I suspect Professor Plum in the hall with the candlestick. Okay. Anyone else want to make a guess? of any of the names that sound like places include you know, this is a standard game particular. clue right not one of those yeah. special no no people. no it's basic standard clue I'm also trying to think oh. of what, what the hell those were I <laughs> what uh, if I want to make a guess that it's the same as his guess is that what you want to do? Yes, that's what I want to do. Well, I do too. Well, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I just remembered one. I just remembered the answer you were talking about, so it makes sense now. Oh, yeah. Okay. I right. don't recall the question, so I do. I, I think the the point should go to Scott. So. Yeah. Oh, the the points are going to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not going to try to pretend that I knew what the hell was going on. I know it was Dan, Professor Dan, Plum with Annie Hall. Annie Hall. Annie Hall. Yeah. Uh, final scores. I'm I'm pleased to say there is not a tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the order that I have them written down, Virginia, thirteen. Yeah, that's more than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, twenty-one. Yeah. Oh, 21. Oh, shit. Rick. Yeah. 19. Don't. Scott. 23. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so you needed that clue question. All right. You, you sure did. Because yeah. the, the bonus point from the mistaken tiebreaker of the past wouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah. I think if no one had gotten the clue clue... That's also why I say clue like 20 times in the intro. Uh, ah. <laughs> okay. um, 
if no one had gotten that, I think Jared would have won. Or actually, it probably would have gone to tiebreaker between Jared and Scott. Yeah. Either Jared would have won or it would have been a tie. All right. That concludes another thrilling episode of Captain Game Show. It was um, thrilling indeed. Yeah. Um, you, <laughs> uh, you guys haven't heard it yet, but uh, the episode that I recorded before this was pretty experimental, too. Rick is <laughs> probably still cussing me out about it, but it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Um, all right, let's wrap up the show with Pitch, Plug, Promote. Uh, Mr. Scott. Uh, well, people can see uh, some of the graphic artwork that I do at www.planetrisecreative.com or reach out and find me on Twitter at Planet Rise. Virginia. Um, you can find my Star Trek for Beginners blog at tocasuallygo.com and the podcast that I'm doing with my co-host Shane that's also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network, Wait You've Never Seen. Jared. Uh, make sure to check out jaredsterncomedy.com. Uh, find out about all my upcoming shows. You can follow me on Twitter at funnyjared. Cool. Rick. Uh, there, there are big big changes coming along uh, to the Starbase universe, uh, but I'm not sure exactly when they're going to happen, and I don't know exactly when you're hearing this, so I can't be exact, and so I'll be big. Okay. Do <laughs> you want me to keep that in? Sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we should also throw out um, uh, as another plug for the network uh, even though it's by the time this episode airs it's going to be out for a while if you haven't heard it yet Cosmic Potato was able to snag an exclusive interview with Armin Shimmerman from Star Trek Deep Space Nine uh, go back to Cosmic, Cosmic Potato and find that episode and give it a listen because Armin Shimmerman is incredible yeah the, the, the interview was great I, I appreciate it. Thanks very much. Um, I hope you all enjoyed my little homage to classic board games. Uh, as for me, please rate and review this show on iTunes. Please rave about the show on Facebook. Please go on Twitter and start your own haiku thread. Hashtag Captain Game Show. Or start your own game thing. You know, fun is all around you. Just reach out and grab some. That's the... Uh, fifth motto for Captain Game <laughs> Reach out and grab you some fun. <laughs> and on that note, Game we'll catch you next time on Captain Game Show. After credit bonus scene. This was the first Eminem dropped. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Jared. Jared? Hello. We can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Lieutenant Hugs? Sorry. <laughs> I'll hold. All right. <laughs> well, I can now hear everyone laughing at me, so... <laughs> All right. After credit bonus scene. Uh, fun fact, I was actually able to... <laughs> I was actually able to reply to all my work emails in Haiku for like two di- two days. <laughs> before a co-worker con because if you don't if you don't put the line breaks in it's just you know it's just words right but he knew me well and he's like John are you yeah I am 
<laughs> Good times. After credit bonus scene. Scott got all three correct. Um, the way I had, was going to do this, if you get one part, you get one point. If you get two parts, you get two points. If you get all three parts, you get five points, which he So did. do we each get the two points? Uh, Scott gets five. Um, I can't remember who. Virginia gets two. And uh, whoever said it third gets one point. Uh, we all pretty much said well. <laughs> yeah, but you don't get you, it's it's like uh you know it's like the little buzz in trivia thing. It's like you you get you get extra points for buzzing in first. Well, I'm the first one that act. Well, no, I was the second one who actually said hall. <laughs> but, uh, well, <laughs> guys, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> After credit bonus scene. So it has to be said, John, that I, I was telling my wife a little bit about the game rhyme casting on our drive home tonight. Mm -hmm. And it instantly became her favorite game. And she's been in the room with me for a while and she very much disapproves of Albert Finney. <laughs> That's the one? She, not not she Olivia Munn and She Genghis had Khan? not gotten in the room yet when we did Olivia Munn is Genghis Khan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, but again, had she been in the room, she would have hated that one more. Yeah. She was in the room for Albert Finney as Monty Penny, and, and she's... <laughs> as 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 someone who's working on her master's degree in English, she is <laughs> she is displeased. Yes, yes, I can see the blood coming from her eyes. Um, and that's and that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm sorry I didn't think of Attila the Hunt sooner. <laughs> After credit bonus scene. Now I'm going home to sleep with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't cut that out. Damn you, Rick. <laughs> but if you can insert shake, rattle, and roll after he says it, it's going to work out perfectly. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm actually, I'll give you one more point for that, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> one more inconsequential point yes. just for you. They're all inconsequential. Shh. 